Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is the Sox Machine White Sox Wake Up Call for Friday, May 3rd, 2019. I'm Josh Nelson. Well, the Chicago White Sox received some really good and some really bad news yesterday. The good news, Tim Anderson won the American League Player of the Month for the months of March and April, which is fantastic. It's the first time that he has received such an honor. The bad news is is that the Chicago White Sox have placed Carlos Rodon on the 10-day injured list due to inflammation in his left elbow. And in the media scrums yesterday with both Rick Hahn and Carlos Rodon, Tommy John's surgery is not off the table. The Chicago White Sox are currently getting second opinions on the elbow, but right now it doesn't sound like good news. As again, both Hahn and Rodon spoke to the media about the possibility of Tommy John and the possibility that Carlos Rodon is going to miss significant time, not only in 2019, but also possibly missing on the beginning of 2020. That's a big blow for the Chicago White Sox, as Han now has to scramble to find some type of internal solution to fill in for Rodon's spot in the starting rotation. First crack at it will be Dylan Covey, as Han mentioned that Dylan Cease is not ready yet to join the White Sox starting rotation, and no injury to any of the White Sox starting pitchers will determine the timeline on when Cease is called up. So for those that are looking at if Lucas Giolito goes back in the injured list or, God forbid, if Ronaldo Lopez, something happens to him, uh, none of those situations sounds like that would warrant Han calling up Dylan Cease in the near future. So that's what we have to look forward to on the situations for Dylan Cease. And we all hold our breaths to hopefully get good news about Carlos Rodon's elbow, but right now it does sound like it could possibly be Tommy John for Carlos Rodon, who will join Michael Kopech and Dane Dunning this year uh, receiving the surgery. Now for the game against the Boston Red Sox starting the four-game series. The good news is that Lucas Giolito is back, and he looked pretty good in his start against the Red Sox considering how lethal of an offense this team has 
and the defending world champions were powered by Andrew Benatendi, Mookie Betts, and J.D. Martinez as the White Sox had a very difficult time getting those three hitters out. However, nobody else on the Red Sox had a base hit. That's right. Out of the eight hits by the Boston Red Sox, only Benatendi, Betts, and Martinez had them as Benatendi went two for four, Betts went three for five, and Martinez went three for four. Rafael Devers had two runs batted in. Uh, We'll get to him in a moment. Uh, But for Lucas Giolito in his start, he went five innings, allowed seven hits, three earned runs, two walks, seven strikeouts. He did allow a home run to Benatendi. And as far as his overall stuff, the changeup looked great. The fastball was hitting 95 miles per hour in the gun. He was doing quite well, so it's a good sign to see for Lucas Giolito, and it's not all doom and gloom right now for the White Sox starting rotation, and hopefully he goes a little bit longer in his next start. Now, the Red Sox did strike first. Again, Rafael Devers hit a sacrifice fly in the top of the first inning to make it one nothing. but against Red Sox starter David Price, James McCann hit his third home run of the season to dead center field that it appeared that Jackie Bradley Jr., Initially caught the ball, robbed McCann of a home run, um, but afterwards he came up empty as the ball barely got over his glove, and that's the third home run for James McCann in 2019. The White Sox led 2-1. to one. In the top of the third, the Red Sox retook the lead on Ben Attendee's third home run to left field, making it 2-2. Two to two. Rafael Devers picked up his second RBI on a ground out to Jose Rodon with Mookie Betts scoring. And the Red Sox took a 3-2 lead. In the bottom of the sixth inning, the Chicago White Sox would tie the game, but they really should have taken the lead. With Jose Abreu on first base, James McCann hit a deep fly ball to right field that appeared to have a chance of either going out for a home run or be caught on the warning track. Neither happened. The ball hit off the wall as McCann doubled. However, Abreu was slow to react, and on his way to third base, third base coach Nick Capra waved Abreu home. That decision was ill-advised, as the relay throw was in time by plenty. Abreu was out by at least 10 feet. The optics looked terrible, and it looked like a wasted opportunity for the White Sox to tie the game. However, they would tie the game later on after a Yohan Makata infield single. Jose Radon singled to center field, scoring McCann, and you could have just imagined if Abreu stayed on third, the White Sox would take the lead 4-3, but instead, Rodon ties the game 3-3, heading to the seventh. And of course, the White Sox bullpen immediately gives up the lead as J.D. Martinez picked up an RBI on a force out, and Boston led 4-3 after the seventh inning. That set up the ninth inning with the White Sox down by one. And after five consecutive strikeouts, Jose Rendon hit a grounder to third base, Rafael Devers. And Rafael Devers couldn't handle the grounder, picking up his ninth error of the season. Yonder Alonso would hit an opposite field single again, just like his walk-off hit the day before. And because of the shift, that allowed Jose Rendon to go from first to third base. So with runners on the corners, one out, Nicky Delmonico at the plate. All he needed to do was hit a deep enough fly ball to tie the game with Rodon at third base. On the first pitch, it appeared that he was going to foul out as a Haining slider. He popped it up towards the camera well on the first base side. But thanks to the wind, it just blew enough away from Mitch Moreland trying to make the grab. So the second chance, 
Delmonico did not miss on the next slider as Delmonico hit a three-run homer to center field, his first of 2019, another walk-off for the White Sox. That's three walk-off wins in the past week against the Tigers, Orioles, and now Red Sox. And the White Sox some way, somehow beat the Boston Red Sox 6-4 to four, as the White Sox are now 14-15 and 15 on the season. And Boston, they are 14-18. and 18. For tonight's game, it is the return of the Condor. Chris Sale will be on the mound for the Boston Red Sox, and he'll be going up against Ronaldo Lopez, which should be an interesting pitching matchup. This could either be a great pitcher's duel, as Ronaldo Lopez struck out 14 batters in his last start, and we know the great stuff that Chris Sale can have on any given night. Or this could be another high-scoring affair as Chris Sale hasn't been sharp all season and Ronaldo Lopez has been up and down. So this game could be a bit unpredictable. First pitch is going to be at 7.10 p.m. Central Time. You could watch this game on NBC Sports Chicago or listen to it on 7.20 a.m. WGN. For your Saturday and Sunday pitching probables, it'll be Eduardo Rodriguez for the Red Sox, who is also struggling this season. He'll be going up against Manny Benuelos, who'll be making his third start for the White Sox. And on Sunday, it'll be Rick Porcillo on the mound for Boston. And to be determined for the White Sox, this could be an opportunity for Dylan Covey to make another start for the White Sox, filling in for Carlos Rodon. Down in the minors, the Charlotte Knights lose again. They fall to 16 and 12 on the season, losing to the Norfolk Tide 8 to 2 as Jordan Guerrero continues to struggle in his starts. The good news, Zach Collins hit a home run, a two-run shot in the first inning as he was one for four with two RBIs with two strikeouts as well. That is Zach Collins' seventh home run of the season. He also has 23 runs batted in. Down in Birmingham, Luis Robert is still looking for his first hit in the AA level as he went zero for three with a run scored with one walk and two more strikeouts. Luis Masabe went one for three, but Yerma Mercedes hit his third home run of the season, and Gavin Sheets also went one for three with two RBIs. Those four runs were enough to support Jimmy Lambert and if you haven't been paying attention to Jimmy Lambert I think it's time to keep an eye on him as Jimmy Lambert in six innings allowed four hits two runs and struck out six the one glare on his night is that he walked five batters but Lambert now improves to three and one on the season with a 2.94 ERA Zach Birdie threw a scoreless inning but he also walked two and he had one strikeout as the Birmingham Barons improve to 11 and 16 on the season beating the Chattanooga Lookouts 4-2. Down in Winston-Salem, the Dash did not have fun this week against the Potomac Nationals. Just a terrible time facing this team as they were swept. The Dash lost 4-1. Speaking of little offense, the Kannapolis Intimidators are having a very tough time generating any offense this season as they fall to 10 and 15, losing 4 to nothing. As Charleston had 13 hits and Kannapolis only had two. Around Major League Baseball, Mike Trout hit his seventh home run and Cole Calhoun hit his eighth to power the Angels to a 6-2 win over the Toronto Blue Jays. The Angels are 15-17 on the year. The Washington Nationals get a much-needed win to improve to 13-17 as St. Louis finally loses in a close battle with the Nationals winning 2-1. Steven Strasburg recorded his 1,500th strikeout of his career. He is the fastest in Major League Baseball history to reach 1,500 strikeouts for a career just a couple days after CeCe Sabathia reached 3,000 strikeouts for his career. 
The Tampa Bay Rays finally figure out the Kansas City Royals to score two in the ninth inning to beat the Royals 3-1 to as Brandon Lowe, who received the American League Rookie of the Month for March and April, hit his seventh home run as the go-ahead shot in the ninth inning. The Minnesota Twins are 19-10. and Again, the Minnesota Twins are 19-10 and as they beat up Brad Peacock, scoring six runs in the fourth inning, winning 8-2. to Jose Barrios is now 5-1 with a 2.91 ERA. He's been fantastic. Alex Bregman hit his sixth home run for the Astros. Jason Castro hit his third for the Twins. The Colorado Rockies beat up the Milwaukee Brewers 11-6 as Nolan Arenado hit his ninth home run of the season. Ryan Braun hit his sixth home run. The Rockies are 15-17, and and after their hot start, the Brewers are just one game above 500. They are 17-16, as Christian Yelich has missed four consecutive games with back problems. The New York Mets are 16-15 with a 1-0 victory over the Cincinnati Reds. Noah Syndergaard provided everything. He was terrific starting, and he provided the only offense in the game, hitting his second home run of the season. And the San Diego Padres blow out the Atlanta Braves 11-2. Ian Kinsler, Will Myers both hit homers for the Padres. The Padres are 18-14, and and the Atlanta Braves fall below 500. They are currently 15-16. and That will do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audioboom.com, Slash Sox Machine, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also help support the show and the site by becoming a friend at Patreon.com Slash Sox Machine. Have a great weekend, everyone. Hopefully we are talking about a 500 White Sox team on Monday. Thanks for listening to the White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet excluding Internet essentials. One device included.